Dingo, and with me as always is Bromodo Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so I almost forgot to put the bro name in for this week, so I actually had to stop and look one up. And I, as I was scanning through the list, <laughs> it took me a minute to stop laughing before I could before I, <laughs> before I could dish that one out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? If anybody has like artistic <laughs> skills, can you make a Bermodo dragon? <laughs> <laughs> what is up, dude? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this list is sweet, man. Man, it didn't start off too good, but it's getting better. I can't. I just got it. I mean, <laughs> that's a good one, man. Holy crap. <laughs> How you doing, man? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm better now. Like, that was pretty good. <laughs> Got me in tears. I knew it was bad because Mo's looking at that list, and he clicks his fingers, and um, he just starts just laughing. <laughs> he just he can't stop laughing before he even says the name. I'm like, oh, my God. What's this going to be? It could go either direction. It's either going to be really funny or really disrespectful. <laughs> I don't just didn't know. Never disrespectful. All, hey, it's, no, they're all yeah, they're all no. really good. So these are <laughs> I yeah. can't believe it. As always, thank you for the likes, shares, subscriptions. When we talk about YouTube, one thing we need you to do there, not only do we need you to subscribe to our channel, but there's a little bell on there. And the only way you're gonna get notified whenever we release new content is if you hit that bell, you'll get an email notification. It'll show up in your stream whenever you pop up on YouTube, and that way you can see uh, bro and I live on camera. Well, as soon as I get the the editing process yeah. uh, nailed down, it's yeah. the process. But we're running into where we're running out of storage storage issues, issues because they're they're so long. Yeah, and for me, like my expertise is in audio, so bro's the video guy. Uh, and remember that he, he's teaching me a lot about this because there's a ton of things I didn't understand. He doesn't understand how I can do everything from my phone. Yeah, it, I just my, my fingers are too big. I do have short fingers. <laughs> no, it's uh. So as soon as we get the videos, I think we have it figured out. Um, just getting the issue we had, we were running on multiple sources because we were running out of data. So we sent stuff to the cloud, but the cloud ate it, mm-hmm. and it's no longer in the cloud. Yeah, the, it's 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 all. It's in gonna the be on TM, now. It's gonna be on TMZ next, probably. So hope hopefully there's nothing bad in the cloud. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> As always, we like to send a huge shout out to our sponsor, 75 Clothing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. Uh, uh, the women's tanks are available. We have our tees. Are back in stock. Yeah, are they're back in stock finally. Don't forget to use that promo code uh, one more rep. You're that get, Beth. <laughs> you will get free shipping with that. So bought, some, inv- more, bought a, some more gear yeah. while Wally was here. It's invaded our gym, Mo. It's- yeah, totally. And then even on my feed, like with a lot of my friends and stuff like that that have watched the show and, and purchased product, it's really cool to see everybody posting their pictures of random places. And then actually, uh, I'll have a pretty good one from my wife, Mel. She was out camping while Wally was here. Where was she? So she? She was in Wyoming. <laughs> There's our pigeon. Well, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and I wasn't going to tell bro about this, but what I wanted her to do was go, because we are just having a heck of a time trying to get Wyoming. So what I was going to have her do... She was at Yellowstone. So what I was going to have her do is while she, when she landed, just have her download the episode. But she was so excited about being there, she forgot about it. No. She, she did take the pictures and everything. So when I saw the uh, Wyoming download, I was like, oh, that's probably Mel. I'll just wait till she gets home and I'll ask her. And she totally forgot about it. So we did get an organic listen from Wyoming. So that makes 50 states that we have infiltrated. How many more states do we have, Mo? Uh, it depends. <laughs> I think we got them all. I mean, because we, we, we did get Puerto Rico, right? Uh, thanks to Sebastian. Yeah, thanks to Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Guam. We can conquer that next. Anybody in Guam? Sebastian, we need Guam too. Yeah. Call your people. Yeah, because you know, I know we have some military folks out there, and there's got to be at least one CrossFit affiliate. 
So we got everything, man. So it's pretty cool. Finally, all 50 states. Yes. It only took us, what? Well, eight, eight, seven, eight months. Yeah, eight months. Well, we had the we had the binge release. This is thirty episode. Oh no, this is gonna be episode forty something. Forty one, maybe forty one or forty two. So we're getting basically one state per episode. There you go. A little bit more. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, we're up to how many countries? Forty. We're up to forty two countries. Dang. I still can't believe people listen to us. To be honest, I really don't get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just coming from a random text. You know, and yeah, we, we thank you. Well, I mean, above all else, thank you for listening. Yeah, it's just weird. You know, it's like, I don't know. I still, it's it's still kind of hard to believe that people actually take their time, download our stuff. And commit up to an hour a day. Yeah. Or yeah, Share, at one point, yeah. You know, right. And send us pictures. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, Blake was, uh, he, he was, he's uh, in Georgia right now. And he sent us pictures where he was going through, I think, the Berlin airport. Wearing one of our shirts, yep. that was super cool. Yeah, it, it's just crazy, right? Yeah. We got, now we got shirts. Yeah. I mean, and we got a sponsor. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's awesome. It's yeah. Really, Mo had the vision, man, and I tried to hold him back. <laughs> oh, sh- whoops. Yeah. So it's actually kind of goes in today's episode. Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, but before we cover all that, so again, we added Wyoming, um, and going back to Wally and Seven Five Clothing, they did they have socks now. I picked up some of those. Oh, you're rocking them? There you go. Check them out. Seven five, seven, five socks. And they're red, so you can wear those on Friday. Yeah, I, I didn't show you my leg because it's really <laughs> pale. It's not seen sunlight since, I don't know, 1908. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, thanks a lot. It was great to meet Wally. Uh, you guys got to listen to a couple of his episodes, peek inside his brain, and... Actually, I just got a message, and I might be helping him start a show here shortly. So that's really cool for me to be able to help him the way he, you know, in a way that he's helped us. So, and this will be your second person you've helped, huh, Janetti? Oh yeah. So yeah, you're like the podcast whisperer. <laughs> and then actually, uh, someone else reached out to me about helping him with another book. So that's been pretty cool, right? Because you helped Janetti set up for set up for his, and yeah. then another person reached out to me that had a book. Um, they just needed to be refined. So I'm in the process of helping them upload it. So, yeah, this is like just rabbit holes. You know, that's what we're about here. Yeah, as we, you know, we talked about the episode that Mo wanted to talk about that I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out really good. And uh, But I think that's part of why we work well together is because we have, our hearts are in the same place, but we're just different people. And you think of things differently, and conversely, I do too. And I think that's why people like the show because they say they think they feel like they're sitting here just listening to us talk after a workout. Because we are. Because well, <laughs> I mean, less less the workout. My, yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's it's you know if you didn't send the text, then the Genetti thing wouldn't happen. You're doing yeah. the unicorn. Uh, you helped it. You were at Validus. I don't mm-hmm. know, and then. Uh, did the Arnold, which is a pretty big big deal. Yeah, I, I tried not to think about it too much because I didn't want to freak out. <laughs> yeah, and um, now you you helped him set up for his audio book, mm-hmm. and you're helping possibly Wally get into the podcast world. Yeah. Is he coming for us, bro? Or do we have to start designing clothes? <laughs> is that what's up, we, Wally? We start getting on his turf. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can you imagine the stuff that we are, are like, what we would draw? <laughs> Like stick figures <laughs> with um, stick figures with big biceps, <laughs> yeah, like one big bicep, really small legs, like, <laughs> and they're with uh, uh, stick guns. Yeah. Pew, <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> it would be so elementary, but it, I don't know. In my cell, bro. Yeah, I know. We need to talk to Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, Wally. All right. So now that we covered all the initial business, so today's episode, bro and I were chatting over breakfast um, at Warehouse Four. Still yet to be sponsored. Still yet to be sponsored. You know, enjoyed a delicious cup of coffee. Maybe we should stop plugging him because we're plugging Wally, and he is our sponsor. <laughs> Warehouse Force has done nothing. <laughs> and they get tagged on every Everything. single yeah. thing. They're on the clock. I, I think we need to put them on notice. All right. They're on notice officially. Right. So as we were having breakfast, and this is where a lot of our content tends to come from, we just sit and talk. And, like, again, this is how this whole show started, me and bro just talking about real life stuff 
or I was up until 3 a.m. watching something. Yeah, and tag me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing you said today right off the rip is let's talk about what? Stop giving up on yourself. Okay, so then we started talking and chit-chatting, trying to further dissect this and go down the path of, you know, what we're going to create today. Because Mo's like, well, where are you going to go with this? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I said... uh, Normally, that's not the case, though, because bro will come up with me like, hey, you know, I was thinking about this, and then we could talk about that, and blah, blah. So then when I was like, okay, so where are we going? He's like, I don't know. I was like, oh, well, shit. You know, we we were on the phone last night after he got done at his, his soccer game, and just kind of meet, trying to set the schedule for today. Yeah. And he wants to do a, um, what you call it? For the listeners. Oh, yeah. Like the, what do we call it? Like a mailbag episode. Yeah, we, we, we've done that before. Yeah, we've done a mailbag, be- yeah. mailbag before. We have some other ones that we're, we don't, we can't make a whole episode out of them. So we'll make, yeah, we, we we'll, collect them and make sort of shorter conversations. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, let's, you know, we just really, well, we just released Wally's. Yeah. I'd rather just do a, a traditional episode. And he's like, well, what's it about? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to, I, I just, let's do a traditional one. He's yeah. like, and like Mo just said, he's, he could have been like, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast. I am the producer. You, pr- producer. Uh, I don't even know what the hell I am. I don't even get on the shirt. You're the technical us. advisor. Yeah, man, not, whatever. <laughs> I don't even get. I don't even get on the seven five thing. I, you're going to put my pasty well, ass well, legs for sauce. Well, in all in all fairness, I didn't know you were going to put that picture you took of me on the seven five side. I didn't know it was going. <laughs> I didn't put it on there because somebody, what, I, I hacked into seven website and put you in there because I, I was when I was driving home after we got done recording. I'm looking. I'm like, what the hell? You're on there. I'm on seven five clothing. He asked for a picture. I didn't know. Uh, here's a pic. He said, yeah, I have a picture. Mo, smile. <laughs> Took the picture. Like, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I didn't have a direction and I literally was getting ready to go to bed and I'm on YouTube randomly. Mm-hmm. I'm not even looking towards something like this. A video pops up and it just triggered something in my head. It was like a two hour long podcast. Was it the one you sent me this yeah. morning? Okay. What, what, I, I, what show is that? Um, it was off of Marcus Luttrell, um, Team Never Quit, and it's it was our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. They just started doing the vlogs. The video, yeah. And um, Well, and if you don't know who Marcus Luttrell is, if you've uh, heard yeah. of the movie uh, Lone Survivor, Lone Survivor uh, also a book written by Marcus Luttrell, mm-hmm. he's a former Navy SEAL corpsman uh, from Houston, well, just outside of Houston. And he's now got a got a show, right? The yeah. podcast. Yeah, and it's so I, I I tagged Mo into this this morning. I wanted to send it last night, but it was three a.m. <laughs> and uh, so there's even a cutoff for why I won't send stuff to him <laughs> on text. Um, but it was pretty funny because he was approached by another Navy SEAL who's we'll call him Mo, and uh, this other Navy SEAL. He's mm-hmm. definitely way outspoken. Not not about it's just very um boisterous. Boisterous, energetic. Yeah. Like he wants to, he loves meeting new people. Not that I don't, but it's just like Mo God's way. Whatever. And then Mark Luttrell, me, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no. He uh Marcus Luttrell's he there's doing their hundredth episode, he's like, I still can't believe this actually worked. Mm-hmm. And I, it starts at minute seven. I told Mo to start listening. And right about that time, he's just like, I still can't believe this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. I just I don't believe that this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and every every time we have the show and I'm producing it, I'm like, man, no one's going to listen to this. Well, and then, okay, so <laughs> like we talked about in the past, like we'll get done recording. I'll be like, first thing I ask is like, hey, Mo, uh, what'd you think of that one? And he's like, I thought it was good. And I'm like, man, I think it sucks. <laughs> Marcus Luttrell says after after every, every episode, episode, he, he says, says the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he says yeah. the same thing. So I guess it's just you're out of your norm. Mm-hmm. You know, Latrell's a, a badass, and, yeah. And if you don't know the story, look it up. It's it's um, I'm, I'll never forget c- certain things that kind of trigger me. I was driving home, um, and I was in Kentucky, dr- driving back to Ohio. I forget why, and I was by myself, and I had done the audio book mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, of Lone Survivor, Survivor okay. just because I had a long drive. Yeah. I forget where I was going. That's funny because that's how I I was I, it too. actually yeah. I, was, I was in a we had a. It was paintball practice. That's what it was from Louisville. Mm-hmm. 
and um, coming home, so there and back, and I'm, I'm literally driving it where the book is, like, at the very end. Like, I just, like, start crying. Like, it's very emotional. Yeah. The very end of this is uh, when you hear about the sacrifices people make that are in a foreign country that we never hear about, hear about, and then we hear about one of them, but then you realize that that's just one as big as the operation has been made out there is bigger operations and mm-hmm. people who actually have died that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nine 11, you know, was yesterday and it's just stuff like that just gets to me. Like mm-hmm. these people are dying. And for me, and I'm sitting here driving home with the ability to do so, mm-hmm. just really hit me hard. And it's just a great story. So if you don't know it, look it up. It's, it's awesome. Um, it'd be the best of whatever. So, Listen to that podcast yeah. and uh, started triggering a lot of things. Just like, that's why I read articles and mm-hmm. just kind of opens my mind up. And and I thought it was pretty cool. Like, we give up on ourselves way too often. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not shitting you. That's kind of the stuff they were talking about. And we're talking top tier people. Mm-hmm. And where this whole thing with the, with the Team Never Quit uh, podcast is coming from is, you know, what me and bro were talking about at breakfast. So, you know, what the whole premise of today's show is just stop quitting on yourself. Do it every day. Uh, yeah. People do it every single day. Mm-hmm. They don't even know it. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. So when we talk about quitting, I mean, just not taking advantage of opportunities, uh, making excuses, making excuses, putting it off, putting it off, um, not trying as hard as you possibly could have, uh, maybe conserving energy in order to preserve it for something else. I mean, there's multiple ways you can, quote, quit. Without physically or mentally quitting. It's Mm -hmm. just we take things for granted, right? So I was telling Mo, like, you know, don't put something off today thinking that you can do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. because you may not have that chance. Mm -hmm. You really may not have that chance to, you know, I'll just, I'm not feeling it today. I'll just, I'll hit it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then something comes up and then now you can't do it. Now you're two days behind. And then so, so the example you gave was cutting your grass, which sound a task so, in itself yeah. sounds pretty benign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so go, go you said cutting the grass, mm-hmm. and then you're getting ready to do it, and then you're like, uh, I don't feel like doing it. I'll I think do I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch some more TV or play some more Xbox, and yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Right. Then tomorrow comes, and something comes up. Yeah, you, another something happens in your life. You're like, ah, dang, I got I got home late, mm-hmm. just didn't have time. And then day three comes and it rains for three days. Mm-hmm. So now you're six days behind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you go to mow at the sixth day. Well, you can't because you're out of town. So now it's a week. So now that's, it's been a week of something that's not done that could have been done, but you chose not to do it mm-hmm. uh, the, on that day that you could have done it. And it's it, things like that. We, pro- we procrastinate and that's so minor, but we do it all along. You know, we, we give up on ourselves so frequently before we even attempt anything because we let that self-doubt creep inside of our head. Sort of like I just made reference to this podcast. I'm like, he asked me a question about doing it. And the first thing I'm saying is like, who would want to listen to us? And now we're, you know, world domination, <laughs> 2018, we, every we, freaking country, you know, you know, we, in we the conquered, world. We conquered yeah. America already. America's gone. Yeah, we've got that on, on raps, Mo. Now we're taking over the country. It's like, holy crap. So, yeah, so we have 90 states between 90 states and countries mm-hmm. that listen to something that we talk about i'm sitting here in a loft yeah in vandalia yeah and people from across the world from scotland mm-hmm. and ireland ireland and korea australia we yeah, got we got, gosh, we got just, strong listenership well i mean not strong but we have steady listenership in australia so it's just nuts to me yeah. I mean, i'm looking around and it's like <laughs> it's just nuts right yeah. so so when we talk about quitting, obviously with this being the One More Rep podcast, let's talk about how quitting in the gym happens. Yeah. I mean, shit, you can look in, let's look at, look at your week and tell me how many times you quit on yourself in a workout when mm-hmm. it got hard. How many times did you push through? Mm-hmm. And if you're real about it, it like, like, man, you know what? <laughs> Actually, I did kind of give up because mm-hmm. I set the bar down with three reps left. I, mm-hmm. Or did you take an extra breather, you know, when you were resting in between cycles? On the last round of the workout, yeah. like when you, you know, 
you have a task, and as soon as you finish this last task, you're done. Did you really need to go chalk your hands up? <laughs> yeah. Did, did you really need to drink? Take a sip of water. Did, like it's. Did you really need to uh, adjust your collars? You know. Right, and once again, this is still minor, but stuff like this compounds. And I just gave him an example. I was talking to a guy. He was doing some uh, Olympic lifting. Is yeah, he was one? doing snatch yeah. uh, panda pulls. Uh, it was heavy. And I know him really and, well. And they require a lot of coordination, though. They do. And, I, and he was at 300 pounds on his, on his panda pool. And um, I seen it and on Instagram. And so I watched it. And I sent a message because it, was, it wasn't proper. Mm-hmm. And I messaged him because I do know him. I'm not just... <laughs> Being here. a random ass. Yeah. And, yeah, and I didn't post it direct. Like, man, that was really bad. That was bad. whack, yeah. Yeah. So I sent a message like, "Hey, I was like, hey, did you ever have you ever done panda pulls?" He's like, "Yeah, why? What's up?" Because mm-hmm. he knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just and so I, I said, "Hey, you know, it was definitely improper. It, you're he, you're loaded way too heavy. I know it's supposed to be heavy, but it doesn't matter how heavy you go if it's improper." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well." I said, that's how you develop bad habits. And he said... And then, yeah, I threw in that part. I have an educational background with the military, and we call it the law of primacy. The way you learn it is the way you continue to do it. Yes. And it's hard to break those habits. And, like, from an instructor, like, if I taught a student something wrong from the beginning and realized it, you know, four or five steps down the road, having to to re-step back Mm -hmm. and untrain that person or an entire class was extremely difficult because now you've have to reprogram their brain because now you're teaching them the second way how to do the same first step. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing with anything with the lifting, especially with lifting because it's so technical. Right. And that's the exact exact, exact same thing I, I told him, just not in that long of a form. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, um, I said, that's how you develop bad habits. He's like, well, I don't, I've not been lifting enough to, to form bad habits. I, and I'm saying every, a bad habit starts with that first incorrect movement Mm -hmm. and then it happens again and then again and again you've reinforced improper movement or improper teaching and because you keep doing the same thing over and over because you're not being told not to Mm -hmm. right so a habit people think that a habit is something that you do every day which it is but that habit started with doing it one time and because it wasn't corrected in theory it's been reinforced yes yep so habits yeah habits happen a habit is something that we do obviously just without thinking and but you have to do that so many times before it becomes a habit a pattern and now it's now it's part of your normal it's part of your norm Mm -hmm. and that was my point is like look you can do it wrong and that's fine but a habit starts with the first wrong movement and i'll give you an example of like training yourself bad habits so just in driving one thing that kind of irritates me it's like one of my anal things is like when people make a left turn and they drift into the right lane as they're making that left turn. Oh, like wide? Yeah. You know, when you take your driver's ed course and you take your driver's test, if you do that, you're automatically going to fail. You know, so, but what, you know, everybody out there listening right now, you know you do it. Hell, I do it. You know, especially when I'm driving my truck because it's just, you know, it's a wide-ass truck. Sometimes I might hit that island, and, I, and I, so I just kind of give myself a little bit <laughs> extra room. I know it's wrong. It's not how I was taught. Right. But because I've made that acceptable in my life, now that's part of my normal. Yeah. Now, when I'm driving with my kids, I absolutely make sure I don't do that because I don't want to reinforce that. But why don't I just do it every time? Because that's the law. Right. And yeah. I, I think if, you, if we go back to lifting, if your end goal is to have your snatch you know, get better, mm-hmm. which is what he's working on, when you're doing panda pulls, it definitely, definitely strengthens your upper back because you do have your weight. It teaches you how to pull yourself underneath the barbell and keep the bar close. Mm-hmm. But if you can do everything right from the waist up, but if your footwork is off and you're mm-hmm. going wide and the knees are coming in on the catch, you can't catch a snatch like that. So you, if you're trying to get better at your snatch, you're actually making it worse because at your lighter weight, you're going to do the same damn thing because mm-hmm. now your brain's ingrained into this. So now you've taken two steps back. You've got to unlearn what you just learned on the panda pool. Mm-hmm. Then you have to relearn, relearn. relearn it proper. And now your footwork's messed up and it's going to mess up your lighter loads. And you're like, why am I struggling? Well, cause you've been practicing wrong. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. So you can't reinforce a bad. I've always said bad training is bad training. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. It doesn't matter how much you practice something. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. If you practice it right, then it's different. 
that's why we get people when they first start CrossFit. They're like, you know, is there anything like where do you get the PVC pipes at so I can practice my stuff at home? Or I'll, maybe I'll grab a broom and practice my cleans. I was like, don't, don't even. Because, you know, although you appreciate yeah. their, their energy, they're going to do doing it, wrong. it unsupervised. Yeah, they're going to do it wrong. They may develop, you know, there's a higher propensity for them to, to, to develop improper technique. Right. So we, so in our gym, you do double under attempts from day one, unless you can physically not do a single under. If you can't do one single under, then we got to work on that skill of the coordination. coordination. Okay. But if you have single unders, you don't get a, a, a pass. You're doing double under attempts until you get them. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you, we do them at least once a week, maybe twice a week in the gym. And they will get them. That's just the reality. Mm-hmm. They will, every time they're up, they're doing double unders. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can do that double, single, single, double, single, single, double, single, single, double. Mm-hmm. They start that crap, and I'm like, stop. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Not happening. I said, because you're teaching yourself improper way to do this. You have to unlearn that and still learn how to do this proper. We're to not even stringing together. Yeah, we're not even starting that crap. Or when they donkey kick their feet backwards. Like, no, we're staying on the balls of our feet. Mm-hmm. We're not donkey kicking. It's not happening. It's just not because I'm going to invest my time in you to get you right. But you're, I'm not going to reinvest after you, you're doing it wrong and I got to correct your wrong because it's wrong. To then I have to teach you how to do it right when we can just do it right right now. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, it's that simple. You know, I, I was fortunate. My, um, the first real coach I had, James Windy, at a Blue Star CrossFit in San Antonio. That was his thing. He's, I was like, hey, what's the scale for doubles? He's like, doubles. Right. Okay. <laughs> and people come in. They're like, well, I'm going to do singles. I was like, well, you're not. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not being rude. I was like, don't you have double unders? No. I was like, how long have you been doing CrossFit? Three years. I was like, what's your problem? <laughs> but I can't blame them because guess what? When you give people the ability to come in and do single unders and double unders frustrate people to hell and back, mm-hmm. they're going to go right to the easy task that they can do and just double or triple the reps, whatever the gym allows them to do. So mm-hmm. they never practice the skill. They come in here and I'm like, hey, you're doing them. And we just had it from someone that just came from another gym. You're doing them. It's just you're doing them. You're going you, you to learn to. them. Yeah. I don't care how mad you get. We'll, we'll cut your numbers back and attempts back, but... If you want to stop getting those red whip marks on your legs and arms, guess what you have to do? Doubles. Doubles. Yeah. You have to learn how to do them. So these things apply outside the gym as well. Like we gave the analogy of cutting your grass. But one of the first things you pointed out was nutrition. Yeah. And I will openly admit that one of the hardest things I've ever tried to do is stick to a good diet. It's not easy. It's, it's hard. And I think that's the problem people say. It's, it's not a diet. Right. Yeah, yeah, diet to me is like those Atkins, those fad things like you, right? You, you drink this and don't eat that, you know, for you drink one of these shakes a day and then you're going to lose 20 pounds or and whatever. Th- then I think that's where people attack. If they, if they talk about nutrition and CrossFit, I'm working with 15 individuals right now doing individual plans with them. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that they assume is that they have to eat a specific way. No. You get to eat every single day items, everything you can buy at the grocery, Mm -hmm. right? It's a matter of obtaining numbers that fit you and what you need and what you have to have for performance, Mm -hmm. if you're performance-based or aesthetics, whatever. You have to get that amount proper. So it's not the the food's not a diet. It's everyday food. It's it's meat, carbs, and fat. You know, it's like protein, carbs, fat. We got to get the right amounts though Mm -hmm. and get that into you and get you onto a rhythm of timing, when to eat, how to load properly. If you're working out in the afternoon, we're going to make sure we get most of our carbohydrates in before Mm -hmm. we're eating, you know, 60 to 90 minutes before we work out. We're getting our 25 grams of carbs so you can be loaded when you come in here because you're coming straight from work, getting that figured out. So it's not a diet. And that's what people think. Like I can't, I, I can't do diets. I'm like, we're not doing diets, so I'm glad you can't we're, do them. Yeah, we're like, doing nutrition. Right. Yeah. It's totally different. And but some you, oh, go ahead. Go, no, you're right. Go ahead. And some other things that we talked about off the mic when it comes to outside the gym is for me the one thing that I always think about in terms of quote quitting is when people don't try and get that new position at work. You know, because they're scared of being uh, turned Ch- down for it. Or change. Or they're scared of change. And I can speak from personal experience because you know, me just retiring from the military, I, I can't even count how many resumes I sent out. And it 
I mean, it was very frustrating at first because I was either not getting any contact back, which is super frustrating, or I was getting contact back just saying that, you know, I wasn't, you know, they found somebody else. Because what I started to discover is a lot of times when these companies advertise jobs, they already have someone in mind because it's an internal hire or a friend of a friend or something like that. And they merely post the job because there's a legal requirement. Right. So it would have been real easy for me to just be like, okay, well, maybe I can just adjust my lifestyle and I can live off my retirement check and just be pissed off that I didn't get a job. But I have goals, you know, and <laughs> I wasn't just going to quit looking for a job, but it, it would, would have been real easy for me to, because I, yeah, I, could I live off my retirement? Absolutely. Just have to make some adjustments to my lifestyle, but that's not what, that's not the direction I wanted to go. Yeah. And he could easily give up on himself and, and, you know, if he has a direction he wants to go and he knows when he, he needs X to get to that, it's hard to, you can't give up on it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, but a lot of people do. Yeah, you're right. They're given a, ch- a choice, and they make that choice to either go for it or not go for it. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, and, you know, I was telling him I was – just it was a good instance was yesterday when I was lifting. I was very low on time. I was busy as soon as I walked in the door. I wanted to get my lift in because uh, it was max out day, and uh, I just – I was trying to make every excuse not to go lift. Like, I'm not going to have time to warm up. I'm not going to – I've only hit two weeks of the seven. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be successful. Well, and this was in between classes, right? The, no, this is right before. I did R- do, right before class. I do. I had to train three thirty, four thirty, five thirty yesterday. So there was literally. I'm not going to do it after because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really tired. Spent, yeah. And um, so it was right before. I hadn't eaten lunch. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I actually I didn't eat food until I left the gym that night. Yeah. But I because I'd eaten because I was going to come in, edit, program, workout, yeah. and then teach class and eat and teach class which time gets away because it just, it does. And so I'm sitting here and I have uh, 35 minutes and I'm still upstairs in a loft editing. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm finally getting mad and I just, I'm going to go for it. And I went for it and actually ended up PR in my squat. And it's just kind of, I But tried. you didn't train the whole cycle, right? You, you right. said you, I, take, you, yeah, you yeah, had I the comp last too. week, so life was hectic, I'm sure. You know. yeah, I mean, I've only done one workout in the last... Well, now two because I worked out um, yesterday. But mm-hmm. I've only done two workouts in, or two days ago. Sorry, I've only worked out two days in the last what almost twenty mm-hmm. because of my shoulder just trying to let it chill, beginning treatment. But but you still PR'd. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. Maybe my cycles really don't matter. Well, but, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, but, but but how did it, so conventional wisdom would tell me that well if I've only worked out twice during this cycle I'm probably not going to PR. Well, not work out twice. The cycle is seven weeks. It's eight after, or if you include max out. But in general, I haven't worked out in almost 20 days, but two of the 20 days. Mm-hmm. And then squat-wise, I did a deload last week. Mm-hmm. And then I did one other strength portion this entire cycle just because of, you know, I'll never put myself ahead of things that need done in the gym. Mm-hmm. Just the way it is. Like, other times I could really make it happen probably – and do I not do it? Yeah, but it's sort of like, it's a very, it's, I'm not being a bitch about it, but I'm also, I'm not being stupid and putting things off that I know have to be done. You're I, prioritizing things. 100%. Yeah. And the gym is always before me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, so, yeah, I PR'd in this kind of like, Salmo is the first goal I put on our blackboard mm-hmm. of our goal board that I've actually ever got to cross off. I mean, I'm getting so close to a 400-pound back squat, and I just... It's just crazy to me. So how were you able to push through that, though, with with your training limitations that you've just explained? I don't know. I really don't know. I told. I think it was a slip knot. I told my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I went down, and um, I cranked up a uh, slip knot, put it on shuffle, um, had it loud as hell in here, mm-hmm. and uh, I literally did – my warm-up was very modest, mm-hmm. and I require a bigger warm-up. I just, Old man mobility, right? It's just, well, not, especially when you don't work out, you know what I mean? So I really don't know what happened. I just, I told him, you know, I was thinking of 9-11 yesterday. I kept getting pissed off at how uh, unappreciative people are for the sacrifices, how much people forget um, when we were attacked and they forget about people attacking us. Um, it's so funny over time how you just kind of, you get so. Uh, Comfortable. Yeah, comfortable with what happened to our country. And 
So I'm literally in between every set. I'm about to rip this barbell in half just thinking about stuff on Facebook and social media and pe- what people are saying and how just, you know, I don't care if you line with me politically or if you don't like military, that's on you. But, like, here in our gym, they know we're pro-military. Mm-hmm. They know we're pro-law enforcement. And uh, we love our flag. We love our country. And when I hear just – it, it just fueled me. I don't. I really don't know because you – my my technique wasn't bad in my max out at all. Like my, I could tell that my glutes hadn't developed mm-hmm. through the cycle like I needed to move this weight because I had um, my knees came in slightly because um, my glutes were just weak and obviously I didn't even warm up. Mm-hmm. What can I expect? But position wise, I was pretty good. I mean, I surprised the hell out of me. But so, but instead of quitting, you convinced yourself. I'm going to go for it. Like yeah. I said, worst case scenario, you after fail. I, yeah, worst case, I said, worst case scenario is I get some work in at some percentages. Okay. I was sitting up here and I was trying to talk myself out of doing it. I was going to quit before I even started. And that's mm-hmm. the problem with this. That's why I wanted to do this. We often, so so often we quit something before we even start it. Mm-hmm. We quit on ourselves. We And we just, just, we sell ourselves short so much, Mo. It's just, we look at a barbell and the, it goes up 10 pounds and we think it's 500. And, or we look at a project and we think, my God, it's going to take two months to do it. So daunting. So we don't start it mm-hmm. or we start something and it gets tough. And it's like, man, I've spent here five hours on a two hour project. I'm never going to finish. Mm-hmm. Like it's every single day across this world, people, Americans give up on themselves. And it's just ridiculous to me because what can we accomplish if we don't? <laughs> and I told Mo, what if, right? Yeah. I want to, I want a 400 pound back squat. And it's not for anybody else, but it's for me. It's just a number. Mm-hmm. And so I, I PR and only do two, two, yeah. two weeks of the seven-week cycle. Mm-hmm. I was like... What if you would have done the entire cycle? <laughs> right? I had a 10-pound PR <laughs> up to 375. And yeah. what if, right? So now it's like... Someone, Jenna's like, is that a PR? I'm like, yeah, because I don't jump up and down. And I'm like... I don't celebrate. Like I, I never have. I never will. It's mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. It's, it's part of the process. And then I'm she's like, well, shouldn't you be happy? I was like, I am happy. It just, I don't, I don't do backflips when I PR, mm-hmm. but it's just funny. Like now I'm like, if I had to put the work in mm-hmm. and maybe on certain days, maybe not make an excuse and I, I'm tired and I just, and then I just like, maybe I want some me time that's not, doesn't involve the gym since I'm always here. What if? Right. When what if you guys? What if you guys do that? What happens if you stop making excuses and when something comes up, you just get it done and you move on? Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, you can't assume that what you need to do today is going to be available to do tomorrow. And then when that compounds, you just be, what do you what are you going to do? You now you can't do it, right? It's you know we had a we had a girl yesterday. She um. She already hit a five-pound back squat PR. Loads it up for the second attempt at her 10-pounder, or a second PR attempt, been 10 pounds. We know how important 10 pounds is mm-hmm. now, now that our math is right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> before she even goes up to the barbell, you can tell that she's just not, she knows she's not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Her but head's not in it. Her head's not in it, but her body is. Mm-hmm. Her body's ready. Her body's ready to move this and can move this. Comes out of the hole, no problem, and goes right back down. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting stuck in the bottom. It's not a leg strength. It's a, it's a brain strength. PRing anything is, is not easy. If it's a true max, you have to fight for that. So you're coming out of the hole, you better fight and drive to stand the hell up. Because mm-hmm. if you just go down and come back up, you're not, there's no leg drive. Mm-hmm. You have to drive. You have to accept that it's going to suck. You have to accept that it's going to challenge you. And you have to accept that if you stop, you're going to fail. And if you fail, you just train seven weeks to, for this day. Mm-hmm. Now what? It's just you cannot give up on yourself, Mo. You can but then you you can't be pissed at the result. That's a fair statement. Right. So what are some things that we can do collectively to try and overcome sometimes our ability to quit on ourselves? You know, it's 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 tough. How can you train not to give up? One one thing for me is like when I hear other people's success stories. 
you know, they, they talk about, you know, whether it be inside the gym or outside the gym, but just hear how people overcame adversity and me using those as like motivational factors to try just that much harder. You know, just thinking of some of the things I've seen in my lifetime in the gym and even in the military where people probably could have quit or given up and they didn't and they succeeded, you know, and just kind of like, you know, sometimes I know you and I both say collectively stop being a bitch, yeah. you know, and just push through it. You know, worst thing that happens is I fail and I get some gains anyway. <laughs> or you just, or you just feel better about yourself because you actually, you, actually did, you, did, you did some fitness. Yeah. Regardless of what it is we've talked about, it doesn't always have to be the craziest, hardest workout. Challenge yourself. Don't, don't use the clock. Don't, don't measure yourself against anybody else. Just get some work done and see what it does for you with your psychology and, and how much better it makes your day, mm-hmm. right? Just do something. But to train not to quit, I don't, it's just a mentality. Like, are we giving up or are we just not, or we're not believing in ourselves? Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of, it's, it's different because I see people in, the wor- in workouts, do they give up? No, they, they, they finish the workout. Giving up is when they would stop and without, start putting up their weights and taking off their shoes without and all without having like a tight back or yeah. some some sort of injury okay. that's keeping them from going and where the coach is like hey let's just let's just chill you're not giving up that's the first thing I say you're not giving up mm-hmm. I'm telling you that it's not worth it mm-hmm. you're you're moving improper I don't want to extend this and make it worse okay let's just we'll put yourself up after they're done let's go get let's go get a ball and let's hammer that bad boy out Quitting, like you said, that's legitimate quitting. Is that what you want to do? That's your choice. It's I gave him a good instance. So we're speaking of uh, Marcus Luttrell. Um, Robert O'Neill, it's guy who ended up shooting Bin Laden. Uh, another great story. Very humble guy. He was on the most elite Navy SEAL team, uh, SEAL Team 6, part of Dev Grew. So when Marcus Luttrell was lost, um, and they knew their helicopter that they'd sent to um, extract and, and reinforce them was shot down. Uh, Dev grew, and the group that was there, and uh, some Marines and some Army, they went out to get them. Well, they, they couldn't take a helicopter in because one had just gotten shot down. Mm-hmm. So they had to take a vehicle to the, the longest point they could, but he said that when he got there, when they were walking up this, they, he was not in combat, meaning not shooting or getting shot at. Um, and the task of climbing what Marcus Luttrell and his team was fighting in was impeccable. He mm. said, literally, we get to the top, and um, one of his teammates, another SEAL Team 6, you can't question. This guy doesn't quit. Mm-hmm. They don't quit. They will die before they quit. He sits down, right? So he sits down, and... Robert O'Neill says, what, what are you doing? He's like, I literally cannot take another step. And Robert O'Neill says, that's fine. Don't take another step. Just sit there. But uh, when we have to look at Mrs. Luttrell, um, Marcus's mom, in the eyes, and tell her that we came this far, and when we were this close, we gave up looking for her son. Because we got tired. Because we got tired. He said, you're right. Um, I shouldn't have done that. He stands back up, and before they walk off, Robert says, in three more steps, I need you to tell me the same thing because <laughs> I can't take another step. <laughs> and they said literally the, the, for the rest of the time, the, the, I mean, they were, taking, they, were, they were getting IVs and walking with IVs. They are so destroyed. Mm-hmm. And um, the entire time, that's what they kept telling each other, and they literally, it was one foot in front of the other until they found him, and... Marcus said when his people came to and found him, the guys that were sent to rescue him, to rescue him were in worse condition than what he was. And he'd been shot like three times. He had a broken tib, fib, broken, broken femur, bit his tongue in half, uh, lost his entire team, had been tortured uh, by the, um, the Taliban um, for three straight days, beat to the pulp, just and these guys were in worse shape, and they were fresh coming to find him. But that's yeah. what they did. He said they were trying to give him medical treatment. He, well, he was a corpsman. Mm-hmm. He was trying to give them medical treatment because they're about <laughs> to—they're literally about to die themselves. Yeah. But that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They didn't give up because 
they made that choice not to. But if they did, guess what? They wouldn't have found them. Absolutely. Um, just when it comes to quitting on yourself, you, you have a choice, you know, in just a matter of pushing through, you know, in, in the worst case scenario, if you try and you fail, like Brody just said a little bit ago, at least you made some progress. At least you made some gains. At least you made some fitness. At least you did something. And again, outside the gym, at least you attempted to get that promotion. At least you attempted to get on a nutrition plan. You know, at least you attempted to set, uh, be a precedence or a role model for someone who you have no idea is watching you. You know, you've made a difference in someone's life by choosing to succeed and fail versus not even try at all. Inspiration comes from those who leave it all out there under all costs. And a lot of people who inspire others have no idea that they inspire anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, we do, uh, I think it was last Christmas, the Christmas before, we had uh, our members um, leave anonymous handwritten notes and hang them up to everyone, for everyone to see. Mm -hmm and write something about someone in our gym that inspires them. And you could not believe what these people thought. Mm-hmm. Like, of each other. Because they're like, holy crap, they're not, they're not an elite athlete, right? It's someone who comes in every day, busts their ass. Mm-hmm. It's not always your top-tier athletes who inspire. It's, it's the person who comes in and does the work and just wants to be the best version of themselves, but they don't realize that. They've inspired three or four people because three or four people took their time to handwrite a note, come mm-hmm. in and hang it up and tell this person how much they inspire them. And you just really never know, okay? And you also never know, like, what if you don't do this? What's that, what happens five days from now? What happens a month from now? For you not doing something today that can be done today, what kind of chain reaction does that have in your life? Mm-hmm. how much you procrastinate and you put things off or if you just like you tell yourself you're not good enough you you give up on yourself before you even attempt anything you don't know like you live in that moment mm-hmm. you're living in that moment you have no idea the secondary wh- impacts of what you do right now yeah has on do your or future don't do or someone else's future right i mean it's just it's it's so compounding and you could really if you if you really want to get lost in this i'm not into a whole mental crap like namaste yoga whatever get lost in your own brain but if you think about this for you know 10 minutes or so and you think about all the stuff that you have not done that you can do and you should have done and look how much has impacted your life because you didn't do it it's gonna blow your mind and although bro just made the claim that he doesn't worry about mental stuff if you want to listen to more of the things that we've done in the past you know covering this area about mental capacity and not giving up Check out episode six where we talk about mentality, episode 11 where we talk about visualization, and episode 23 where we talk about mindset. So for this week's call to action, tell us something you have done where you've surprised yourself, where you've made it so that quitting is not an option Mm -hmm. and that you achieved a goal that you didn't think you could or in that moment you surprised yourself. You know, tell us something, share with us something like that where, where you've, broken through yeah mentality is huge i i I don't think don't get it twisted where i don't believe that mentality is huge but i don't get into the whole meditation crowd like (laughs) i just don't i don't i don't do these vision quests like mo does um but no it's you're right dude it's i just it drives me nuts to see someone give up on themselves Mm -hmm. and then i'm like shut the hell up because you just you just did it or you just about did it. Mm-hmm. So who the hell am I to judge on someone giving up on themselves? Exactly. It's either we 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 know what we're doing is wrong mm-hmm. and we admit it and then we next time reference to that and then make, say, last time I bitched out, yeah. this time I'm not. And that's a statement I was going to make. You know, guys and girls out there, we're not saying like we're these elitists. We've never given up. We've never failed. I fail every day. You know, and I'm the first one to admit when I fails, and I know bro's the same way. Oh, God. And, you know, but have I regretted decisions or things that I didn't execute on? Absolutely. I can look up at my military career, and there's plenty of things where I went left when I should have went right, and I knew I should have went right, and I had to suffer the consequences. I mean, you know, it's mean negative consequences, 
but opportunities missed, you know, uh, things that weren't put in front of me because I didn't choose to execute at a certain time and place because I didn't take into consideration who could possibly be watching me. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those people that are always observing and that you could motivate or maybe even give uh, someone doubt to want to trust you, you know, to do something, you know, I I live that life and I try to do the best I can with every day and to become a better human. And if I'm going to fail, at least I try and fail forward and pick up something on the ground while I'm down there and learn something. So nothing left to say on that. (laughs) I just had a mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) That brings this week's episode to a close. Don't forget. Check out our sponsor, 75 Clothing. Make badass gear for your badass ventures. I'm Mo, and I'm out. What was my name again today? Bro, what? Come on, man. Promoto Dragon. Promoto Dragon. <laughs> That's how we're ending it. <laughs> Later, guys. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More. Or shoot us an email at can I get one more at gmail.com. Uh, or not strength cycle. I hit one day of the strength cycle and one deload day. That's it out of seven weeks. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. So I'm like, ah, fuck. I ain't, I ain't going to make, I have no shot. Like literally no shot. No warm up, no nothing, no shot. So load my first set, crank, uh, I put some slip knot on. <laughs> which automatically gives you like seven percent right it, uh, it was like 80 percent yesterday <laughs> and um why do we do it and then how do we overcome and what else do you think i think we'll go down multiple rabbit holes yeah as we always do <laughs> you want to hit record yeah we need to get like a little rabbit mascot Like a, we'll have a, a Wally make us like this a jacked rabbit, you know, and he's like peeking out of a, like a little hole or something. Hey, hey. One more pop, uh, one more rep podcast there. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the One More Rep podcast where we take it beyond the barbell shit. Hold on. Uh-huh, you better look at my name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you knew. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, Ibro Presser. Okay, check that off. That was 38 or 39.